Hi guys, S Squared here. And you are listening to Unapologetically Triggered. Our opinions, our truths, unfiltered. You've been warned. Proceed with caution. This is our first episode. I'm so excited. We've been talking about this way too freaking long. Oh my gosh, it's been a minute. Like, it feels so surreal that we're actually here. It's actually started. We're we're doing it all today. I know. And I feel like it was the best decision that we've ever made. Oh, for sure. It's like an outlet. Like, I feel like these are, like, conversations we have as if we're, like, talking on the phone. What's on the agenda today? So, we're going to go down memory lane. I know. Oh, my gosh. Let's do it, like. How did S squared, this duo, come to be? First off, what what is this S squared for? Can we tell our listeners what S squared we should. stands for? Yes. So my name is Shantae. And my name is Stella. And obviously, because we're so clever, the two, <laughs> clever, the two S's <laughs> make S squared. How did you ever think of that? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, it's not the most original idea, but it just it's, oh it flows and it's so much easier to introduce ourselves as a duo than separately. You know what's weird? I don't really go by my full name anymore. Like everyone knows me by I have so many nicknames at this point in time. Like people don't even know that my name is Shantae anymore. Unless and- you grew up with me. Yeah. And fun fact, people also don't know your middle name is Voldemort. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're a dummy. Anyways, Anyways, so I met this dummy back in grade seven. Yes. How or many seventh years ago? grade for people, seventh grade for people that aren't Canadian. So that was like about 13 years ago. Yeah, 13 oh. years ago. We were like 12 when we met. Holy and we're like 25 crap. now. Time flies. Oh my God. Time flies so quickly. Do you remember how you, how we met? I know we talked about this like a couple years back, how we met, but I didn't remember exactly. I know that you met me through my best friend at the time. I had like a best friend that we were like inseparable, but you were closer to her than you were to me. Yeah, I knew you as her friend. Like, I literally just knew you as her friend and also because you had a family member that worked at our school. And so I knew of you, Mm -hmm. but I didn't, like, know you. We never spoke. And to be honest, I can't pinpoint the exact day when we actually became formally friends. But I know that, like, we just kind of ran in the same general circle and kind of gravitated to each other at a certain point because we had like a lot of the same humor a lot of the same Mm -hmm. interests like that I know that that's how the friendship definitely started I can't pinpoint an exact meeting point but that is how we met I uh, remember that like I remember that if we were going from class to class with like I was with my best friend and you you know how like we would go through the halls and you would stop and like talk to the people yes. or like chirp people. I know that when you and my best friend had like banter, 
I just thought you were so funny. Like, I honestly thought you were so, like, chill. You kind of gave me, like, class clown vibes. Not the class clown. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, though? Like, you were... I know. You were very, like, witty and goofy and just, like... You have the same humor, which is so funny, like, looking back on it. You have the same humor that you had in grade seven that you do now. But, no, the same thing with me. I, I don't really remember how we got close, but I think... I just remember at one point in time, we were just best friends. Like, it just... Yeah, it just happened. Like, it just I happened. can't pinpoint. We just gravitated to each other, for sure. I remember... um you my first impression of you was like I felt like you were very shy which was really funny because then once I got to know you I was Mm. like she's not shy I think you're just one of those people especially back then that you were very um I was a square let's be honest I yeah you were nerdy and you were kind of such a square yeah you were nerdy and you're kind of like in your own corner until like you got to know someone and then you were very like bubbly and like open and laughing and that's you now too because I was just about to say that like, yeah I get that a lot with people I I people right off bat think I'm very shy or like reserved but like once you get to know me I'm actually very like I'm an open book but when I got to know you I was like this is like my person it's so weird I was like we just had the same humor like you said the most stupid small things that I thought no one would find funny except for me you did as well and it was just like it we were not a good duo for for teachers (laughs) for teachers at that point we were so annoying we were annoying as hell we were definitely like once we found each other we we caused havoc at that school for sure But in all the right ways though because like teachers loved us let's not lie like they actually yeah. thought we were so funny they kind of like rolled our, their eyes in a way that was like okay Stella and Chante like in high school when they used to tell us like go take a walk oh my gosh do you remember the time in Mr. F's class and mm-hmm. we couldn't stop laughing because there was something <laughs> ridiculous like and if you guys knew what it is we were laughing at you would actually be like these girls are idiots we were laughing you'd be like it's not funny like it's not funny funny? it's not even funny like we were just (laughs) laughing at the most ridiculous thing and we couldn't stop and oh my gosh I feel like the more we kept laughing and because it was so inappropriate that's what made it funnier no oh yeah for sure that's the thing it's like once we get going there's like no stopping us that's like that's the thing that's the worst part about it with you I feel like off bat I just thought you were kind of like a class clown but you were also very intense like you seem like what do you mean in the sense where you had like a really harsh exterior like you seem a little intimidating I'm not gonna lie and I don't know if it was like the resting the resting bitch face but you were the type of person that if you had Stella on your side you were good but if you were on like her bad side, <laughs> you were not good. You so... know what I just remembered, Shante? What? <laughs> what? Do you remember the incident playing dodgeball? <laughs> when that girl, <laughs> what did she do to you? And it got me upset. Oh my and gosh, I don't know. She did something to Shante and I got so upset. And I literally like, we were playing dodgeball and I mind. <laughs> And I mimed in her direction, letting her know that the next time I get a ball, 
I'm going to send it straight to her head. Gosh. The, the thing is, you were loyal. That's the thing. Like, you were loyal and you're very level headed too. Like, you won't just go for someone just for the sake of going for someone. You wouldn't just like try to pick on someone just. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was definitely what some would classify as a bit of a bully, but I didn't like. Oh, that's choose. a little tough word. I that's what I'm saying. A bit of a bully. I think. If I'm going to be self-aware, I think I've obviously grown from that. We were 12 years old, 13 years old. But mm-hmm. I I, I wouldn't, like, choose somebody and be like, oh, I'm just going to pick on them for the rest of the year. It was I was definitely one of those people that's, like, once you annoyed me once or you or did cross. something that yeah. crossed me once, I, like, fixated and was like, I'm just going to make you miserable because you made me angry. Like, obviously, I would, like, eventually just, like, leave the person alone. But that's why I say a bit of a bully because it was so unnecessary. Like, in hindsight, I was like, it's never that deep. You know what I mean? Honestly, cheers for the self-awareness because you've always been like that, though. Like, when I got to know you, I was like, whoa, first of all, this girl is cool. She's super down to earth. Like, you were, like, you were a nerd, too, though. Like, you were a huge history buff. You watched every single show and movie you could ever think <laughs> of. Like, any movie and show that exists, Stella has watched. You okay. knew everything about anything. You can have so many conversations with different people. You can connect with so many different people. You can, like... I feel like you can empathize with so many different people, too. You are, honestly, the epitome of your sign. Stella is a Libra, for anyone who is wondering... Like, you have always been, like, so balanced, unbothered, unfazed. Even in situations where, like, most would crumble, you were, like, such a level-headed person. And it's funny that our podcast is called Unapologetic. It has unapologetic in the word because that's literally you and you've always been that way. Aw. Ew, let me take that back. Ah! Now you loving me. Yuck! Ew! You will never hear me say anything nice to you ever again but honestly i feel like it suits both of us because you're pretty unapologetic too you're somebody that it's like people would think that you are you i don't know i'm trying to be careful how i word this but like people would think that you're somebody who's a pushover perfect thanks a pushover but i feel like you you give people a lot of room to slack like i'm the type of person where I don't give you room to slack really Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's like you give people room to slack but once you've decided like okay I'm no longer cool with you that's the end of it you know what I mean and you're not you're not looking back you're not regretting it you're very like you're someone very sure of yourself and that's another thing I think we've seen each other through so much in life and I think I've seen a lot of times people try to manipulate you Mm. people try to take advantage because they think that you're somebody that's naive they Mm -hmm. think that you're somebody that's a pushover and easily taken advantage of but I think it shocks a lot of people in the long run when you're like you did this because of this and you thought that I would react like this and they get right back and they usually try to gaslight you and I think that because of um, the fact that sometimes you can be an anxious person sometimes you like you'll call me and you'll be like Stella literally 
tell me if I'm making too big of a deal out of this or tell me Mm -hmm. and I'm like you're perfectly in the right and I'm so happy that you said what you had to say to that person because literally us growing up a lot of us growing up was like you being like Stella this person said this to me and I'm like what the hell did you say to them and you're like yes and then I would have to like go the next day and just roast whoever I needed to roast because I hated that like I hated when I would hear like you tell me something I remember there was an incident with a boy um, you were a real one I know exactly what you're thinking yes there was an incident with a boy and he just went in on you about looks and different things and you came and you told me that and then the next day at school I was just I was going in on him too just to make him feel like you know, what I makes you feel day. like you have a right to do that to somebody. But now you're like the type of person that it's like, you've grown so much from that. It's like someone says something to you that you don't like. It's like spitfire. I tend to bottle things up and I need to learn how to address things in the moment that they happen. Mm. Because mm-hmm. once I do reach my breaking point, like you said, I am very, like anything that comes out of my mouth I'm sorry I have no control out of like, right. you will mm-hmm. hear me and you will mm-hmm. hear everything I feel like I've always been somewhat straight up like you've always like, been like relative, up. relatively straight up but the only difference is I was like very emotionally immature and when I did reach yeah. my breaking point I feel like I would not stick to the facts as much and more Try to trying people. to yeah I feel like I would take more low blows just so that they can feel how they've been making me feel which is not fair obviously like we're talking about we're talking about age 11 12 whatever 13 we were young like 10 plus years ago but now I've learned how to be like to regulate my emotions better and learn to stick with the facts and it has done me so much good but honestly when I think about our dynamic it's just crazy how we've actually learned a lot from each other and we're so different like how we can be so identical yet so different is crazy and beyond me I feel like we're we're such polar opposites that it makes us the same in a weird way like yeah it's so like we're so we're such polar opposites like Shantae is definitely somebody like we're out somewhere and she can make a conversation with just about anybody like just about anybody like we can be at the bus stop somehow Shantae sparked up conversation with somebody we can be at the grocery store and somehow <laughs> Shantae sparked up a freaking conversation with somebody <laughs> and I think it's because she's always smiling and laughing and she she's very approachable people would assume that you're not understanding because you kind of back to the whole resting bitch face and they might assume that you're not approachable but you're the most understanding person ever like I feel like you're very open to understanding different perspectives even if it means like putting you in a weird position if that makes sense yeah I always try and be as objective as possible oh yeah you're like when I'm dealing with people. the best person to call when you want like an impartial opinion and I'm the type of person I don't want you to just tell me what I want to hear like I don't like to live mm-hmm. my life in uh what would I how would I say that life in just delusion <laughs> like I don't like right. to go through life feeling like I'm in my own world I like to Less hear full ignorance. Mm-hmm. for sure we've been known as the pair for so long that people would actually like chirp us for it like every time that we were together standing beside each other and we would be talking about like homework or something like that and be like oh there's uh Stella and Shante with their secrets and <laughs> yeah people <laughs> were like oh my no. god no Shante do you know what I just remembered 
What? When we got called out on our look that we used to give each other. Oh, oh my God. God. That was so embarrassing. We had this look that we We would... still have that look, let's be we honest. We still have that look, but are we slick now? No. <laughs> no, we're not slick. <laughs> we're not slick. <laughs> we're not slick. Let's be real. We're literally not slick. Like we have this look that we give each other when we find something funny, when we disagree with what someone is saying, when something that someone just said annoys or us and it's we this peep like something like if we peep something so out of pocket. Yes. And we think the exact same way so sometimes it'll be things that like no one would really notice but I know that Shantae will know so yeah. I'll just like look at her and we will already, already be yeah she'll already be looking at me and we used to do that all the time in high school and we thought we were so slick like we thought it was just <laughs> this little co- like covert thing that we did between us and one day like in a dispute one of our friends was like and that look you guys give each other, like, you guys think we don't see you guys, but we see that look. <laughs> and we're like, no, not getting exposed. No. We literally thought we were so undercover. We thought we were so slick. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, we everyone can, knows that we do it. We can really, like, read each other's minds. It's crazy. I know. Like, well, people situation. When- even now when we send each other like stuff on social media zero commentary like i'll just i don't even need to tell shante like look at this or notice when the person does this like i'll just send it to her just because i know that she'll already understand why i sent it to her you know what i mean whereas i think most people you need to like when you send them something you need to like leave them a little commentary like oh look at the way this person said this but Sometimes, like, and sometimes it'll be the most ridiculous videos. Like, we carried that on into, like, adulthood. Like, we find the most ridiculous things funny. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy how close we became in such a short amount of time. That's why I genuinely feel like... I I agree with people who say, like, soulmates can be French friendships, too. Like, friends. Like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy how we just get each other. And there's just no explanation needed. But we got so close to the point that we both had strict parents. I don't know if anybody else has strict parents and wasn't allowed to do anything, wasn't allowed to go anywhere, especially when it came to like sleepovers. Yes. But you and I were allowed to have sleepovers on school nights. Weekdays on school nights. Like there was times you would sleep over at my house and we'd go to school together or times when I would sleep over at your house and we would go to school together. And both our moms were so anti-sleepovers. Or was your mom? Yeah. I know my yes. mom was very anti-sleepovers. Um, I, w- I questioned it there just because I was just remembering the, the big sleepovers you guys used to host. For oh, yeah. I think it's a little bit different when they come to our home versus like exactly my mom. Yeah, my mom would always be like, they can come here. They And then it was just funny because most people who have like um, immigrant parents, I'm just like stating this because that's what I'm familiar with is like being coming from an immigrant household. Mm-hmm. I know that um, most parents are like, they can come to our house, but you can't sleep over at their house and then it's like if everyone's parents are saying that yeah no one's having sleepovers you know <laughs> and I remember being young and people are like why you slept over at Chandi's house it's a weekday and I was like yeah we're cool like that yeah, we're cool like that <laughs> we bonded we bonded we had so many memories we did volleyball together that was like a really fun thing that we did yes basketball well, we volleyball in a long time football we did volleyball basketball and football together speaking of our parents like we would kind of um, 
use each other to sneak out and oh do my things. Like, be like, oh yeah, like Stella's parent is. Do you remember the time you got caught? You always got caught. Oh my gosh. You my always mom got is... caught. I hope I can develop the same detective skills <laughs> as my mom. I don't understand how she foresees everything that happens. It's just, it's, it's creepy to me to this day. It's, it's witchcraft. Literally, you I remember- always got caught. Oh my God. Like, and then when you got caught, sometimes I would get caught. I know oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and vice versa. Come on. Yes. When I would get caught, you would also get caught because you lied for me. But the thing about Shanti is she's such a bad liar. Like, I hate it. Oh, using my you. God. I know. If you remember, I would rarely use you because you're the worst under pressure. <laughs> like, fudge. I would just be there like, okay, Shanti, just tell da-da-da. Just tell oh, my mom, blase, blase. <laughs> if she calls you no what about if she said like shante just cannot lie under pressure. i get too anxious like to me i'm sorry i i have to prepare for everything like i have to prepare for every scenario because if you put me on the spot there is no way i can convince you that i'm telling the truth like you will see it on my face you will hear it in my voice quivering. that's why i barely like, use you as an excuse i was like i'm not using shante they're gonna call her and i'm gonna get caught right now Oh, gosh, that was bad. I remember, oh, my gosh, not this triggering memory of us being jam rats. <gasps> we were jam rats. <laughs> we were jam oh, rats. Wait, wait, Stella. Can we just have a moment of silence for our <laughs> ratchet days? <laughs> a jam is when a bunch we had no business doing this this ish like we were way too is At when 12 a, like 13 <laughs> we were fast as hell like but not in that sense basically it's like um a huge event where you'd buy a ticket it would it's be a dance. Healthy. It, it's a dance but let's not call it a dance because <laughs> the raunchy mess that would go on there it was not wait, a dance. Wait, no, Stella, you're making it, you're going to make them imply something that it isn't. No, that's so why I'm trying to explain. Okay. It okay, would be, it would be an event. You would buy tickets. It would be held in like a gym or a community center somewhere. Or, okay. Or even someone's house. There were jams at people's houses. Remember like bait, like someone's basement. My basement. <laughs> what no like oh my god no i mean like i remember one of the parties i had in my basement and i feel like that could have been so many parties yeah that could have been construed as a jam but those were what basically jams were and it was a bunch of like young kids get together we dance it's in it was in a sense yes a dance in the sense that we would get together music's playing we're dancing we're having fun there wasn't like any alcohol or anything like yeah that. we didn't drugs really, we going really on. around alcohol and drugs no we were not a lot of like raunchy dancing grinding like just mess just Ugh. mess like and then and like you know what was so cringe yeah is that at 13 whatever we would literally <laughs> go after like all our friends and be like 
I danced with this person. I danced yeah, with this person. You it were was like so proud of who you danced with, how many guys like danced with you and were into you. And ew, ew. Now I cringe when a guy tries to dance with me at the club. Like I'm just oh, like, leave I... me alone. Let me have yeah, fun with my friends. Back then, I was like this little attention, like hungry. I wasn't an attention seeker, so let's not get that like confused but at the jams everyone was a little attention seeking little 13 year old trying to get guys attention it was just Uh. it was such a cringe era like it really was a cringe era but the height of it very fun yes i can't lie outside of the whole jams thing we actually had dances like school dances and the ones that started becoming a little bit more professional I guess I think once they started realizing that more and more younger people found this fun there was people Mm -hmm. actually throwing events to make money and like it was more professional in like a like you Mm -hmm. said like a community center remember dances yeah those were actually fun was it at a dance that no it wasn't I was gonna ask if it was at a dance that your mom blew up our oh my god that was the most embarrassing day of our lives. So this is what happened, guys. So there was like a dance. Oh my gosh, not me getting <laughs> triggered right now. There was like oh a dance that someone threw in like a community center and everybody was going, like every single person, like everyone was talking about it throughout the week. Different schools were posting about it. It was like hyped up to be like one of the best dances. And yeah. I don't know what it was like even my sister my sister at the time who was one year younger than me we would do everything together it was so much easier because if we went together we were more likely um, to be allowed to do things so my me and my friends went and my sister and her friends went and we all went together I forget what happened but oh yeah I remember my mom told me you guys can go but I'm picking you up at 11 or something it was like a really ridiculous time like what like how are we allowed to just go there for two hours like that's ridiculous and I remember just oh my god so please tell the rest I'm actually like cringing so we're there doing our typical jam rat activity (laughs) at this jam and we just hear the music stop and we're like oh why is the music stopping and the guy gets on the mic and he's like, I remember him saying both our names because the and people then my, we were with. And then my sister. And then your sister. Or maybe it might have been just your you and your sister. Your mother is here to pick you up. Meet her at the entrance. And we just looked at each other and our hearts completely sank. A bunch of people from our school went too. So it was one of those things where it was so awkward because you're cutting off the music. And when you cut off the music, everybody in general, whether it's a club or not, they're like, wait, what's going on? And everyone is rowdy and be like, hey, why is the music stopping? So for the music to go completely dead, for them to say, your mom is picking you up, is looking for you and picking you up outside. Oh my gosh. Worst day ever. The embarrassment. Did like I I can't even say that was the end of our jam days because it really we wasn't were stubborn. <laughs> oh but yeah, we were relentless. We definitely learned to be a lot more slicker. vigilant and slicker. 
it was actually very cute because we had slow dances. I feel like kids nowadays don't have slow dances anymore. Yeah. Remember when like they would put on like forever, not forever, but like a Chris Brown slow song and you would like a random guy, a random 12 year old boy would ask you to dance and you would wrap your hand around their neck and just sway back and forth. It was like a really cute moment. Like what? Oh my gosh, that's true. People now don't. Oh, I, I mean, we can't speak on it, but do they do they have slow dances now? Or dances? Do or they? Just, I don't. What know. do they even play? Trap music? TikTok music. <laughs> I, I we sound I, old as hell. We're like, old. So we're funny. getting old. But I'm happy we had these moments. Like when I look back on it, some of them are cringe, but it's like we we had a good childhood. We had we a, had a great school. childhood. We came into high school knowing lots of people, being acquainted with lots of people. And we also met a lot of newer people. And Mm -hmm. in general, like, we were a part of so many different things at school. Yeah, you were part of the plays. I did theater. I did sports. Um, You did sports, too. What other clubs were you in? Not really anything. It was just sports. To you be did sports. Yeah. And we just kind of like our school wasn't clicky. Like there was no clicks. Was No, there? I feel like everyone no. was for the most part cool with everybody and everyone kind of knew of each other. Exactly. Like I like was, the I like the dynamic in high school. There was definitely like in any high school, popular people and not so much popular people but nothing dramatic like no like oh my god you can't sit next to us and yeah you know what I mean there was definitely just people that are that were more well known I would say well known yeah well known especially and I think like I think we were one of the more well-known people but just because we were a part of a lot of sports um clubs did you enjoy high school I enjoyed high school I think I enjoyed high school, except for that last year. Uh, That's for a whole other episode. Tune into that. Mm -hmm. That last year of high school was very crazy. But for the most part, I enjoyed high school. I really liked my high school experience. I loved going to school every single day. Like, it wasn't a drag. Um, I'm lucky in that sense. I think we're lucky in that sense. I'm sure there was people who were having not the best high school experiences. But I think, like we had a pretty good high school experience what did you enjoy high school I agree like I liked how we had like a mix of everything like we had a social life but we were also very like into our academics as well yeah do you know what I mean yes definitely it's one of those things where it's like I loved my high school except for the last year of course but I, I enjoyed it, but I would never want to go back. I know there are some people who enjoyed high school where it's like they peaked in high school and they would go back at any chance. But like, it's one of those things that I would never redo. Do you think our like high school selves would be like, or our past selves, I should say, would be proud of where we are today? That's a good question. I think that our past selves would be very proud of where we are today. I think um, that we've grown a lot. We've matured a lot. Yes, we've we've been through a lot. Yes, we've been through a lot. And that was what was able to give us so much growth and maturity. And 
I think that they would definitely be proud of the women that we are today because I'm proud of the women that we are today. So knowing how I was before, yeah. For sure. I think like looking at ourselves in a past tense, as much as it, we might cringe, I don't necessarily regret anything just because I know that we're so distant from those people. But yeah. there's there's also a lot of things about ourselves in our past selves that I'm like, I admire and want to go back to as well. Do you like ever feel what? that way too? Like there are some things where I felt like I was a lot more um, confident in a sense where like I tried a lot more things. I didn't, I didn't have as much self-doubt as I oh, do now. That's very interesting. Yeah. So, so is that like something you would tell your past self now if you could talk to your younger self and give her advice? Is that something you would, you would tell her to keep on that track or something like that? Oh, for sure. But honestly, I'm just happy that I've been intentional about my growth and like even just being held accountable for like my toxic habits that I had back in the days and mm-hmm. and like learning from it and being more self-aware and also forgiving myself for it because it's so easy mm-hmm. to look back at like moments in your past and being like, what the fuck? Like, why? <laughs> you know, so it's nice like being older and just kind of like introducing like healthier ways to cope with the past and like my emotions like we talked about earlier I feel like everything that we went through like I said made us who we are today and I wouldn't necessarily take anything back like there are of course moments when you feel as though you maybe have some regret or you feel as though you would do something differently but Mm -hmm. the older you get the more you kind of loosen the grip on that regret that you have the older you get the more you like you said forgive yourself for a lot of decisions you made because life is like a huge learning process it's Mm -hmm. a huge learning process like first we learn from our parents um then or our environments or people around us obviously as children and then we slowly learn as adults to just like maneuver ourselves through society and become people that we can be proud of and people that we can be content with you know and I feel as though if I was to speak to my younger self I would tell her to be patient with herself I would tell my younger self that a setback isn't the end. Um, I think that I I needed to grow out of that mindset. I used to think all the time, like when something happens, like this is the end. I've screwed up my life. I've messed mm-hmm. everything up. Yeah, but it's like it's never that deep. You know what I mean? Like it's never that deep. There's always room. You can always grow. Um, be accountable to yourself. Be critical of yourself. Um, don't let anybody you know make you think that their version of who you should be is who you're supposed to be you know what I mean we grow up wanting to please people a lot I think that when I look back I I was a bit of a people pleaser in deep down you know now that I've done a lot of self-reflection I realize that it's it's not even worth it like who I am and who I see at the end of the day is all that matters and I think that that's that's the biggest advice I would give my younger self um I'm proud of my younger self too and I'm proud of me today I think it intertwines obviously like there was things that 
you look back and you're like, I've grown from certain mindsets, certain opinions, certain, and that's okay. It's okay to look back at yourself and say, wow, I had some crazy opinions or I had some crazy yeah. mindsets, but I've grown from that. You know what I mean? I'm a yeah, different person. I've educated myself. I've stopped and been reflective and that's what counts. I just feel like I've held myself to a certain standard for so long or like even if you like build up a reputation for so long you're like constantly trying to maintain people's perceptions of you yes I feel like I've done that for so long you've known that and I love how you brought up the whole people pleasing thing because I was such a people pleaser I still kind of am to a certain extent but Mm. I've gotten a lot better but I've always tried to maintain like the perceptions of what people have had about me Right. And I've built so much anxiety over it. But now I'm learning that, like, we are multifaceted fucking human beings and that I can be everything and anything and nothing all at the same time. Right. As long as it means that's just what I want to do and that's how I'm feeling. And that's what my spirit calls for. So I love how our podcast is called Unapologetically Triggered, mainly the unapologetic part, because it's like we're learning to just be like, living in our truth but I'm happy because there's some people that don't ever grow out of these things yes like we're very self-aware of like where we come from everything that we've learned all the lessons we've taken from our past experiences but there are some people who haven't grown out of the high school mentality have you Definitely. there are people who are still so stuck and- people who are stuck in high school and stuck in these childish who haven't grown and haven't matured and um, haven't become more emotionally inept to deal with adulthood. That is all the time we have yes. for today's episode. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry.